Proudly presents the 515 Show with your host, John Sarver. Who's at the 515 door today? Well, who's at the 515 door today is an amazing person, only because by this time, either I would have found the biggest bridge to jump on, or (laughs) it is William Jennings from the Lapeer International Dragway. Hiya, Bill. How's it going? Now, Bill has been on with us a couple of times, a lot of times before, actually. And every single time, it's like, this time for sure. (laughs) Let us get, for the people that are listening to us right now um, from Switzerland, or the folks that are listening to us from Ireland right now, and all the people in the 74 countries that CKWI Radio 76 is in right now. What happened was Bill, and Bill, correct us at any given time here, because we're going to give the 30-second reader digest of all this. Bill bought a racetrack that was, in our opinion, in pretty bad disrepair. All right, he bought it. He gave everybody a fair price. There was no whoopie-whoopie about it. It was there. Okay, Bill starts making improvements in it. Everybody's jumping up and down, and I don't mean Bill's putting in 5 bucks, 10 bucks. I mean you're seeing stuff with, like, periods in there. And so what happened was there was a TV crew that came in to, you know, everybody wanted to show off this beautiful track that that was so bad for so long, in our opinion, um, that what happened was that there was oil down on the track. There was an accident on the track during the night. And so you're right at the middle going, do we shut everything down and send the TV crew away, which would really be kind of not a good idea? Or do we say, look, folks, it was a one-time only. We had TV here. We had crews here. You know, they came from far away, and it's to really enhance the track and show people what we can do here. All right. That all happened, and then they pulled the plug out from the grenade, and boom. And ever since this time, uh, William Jennings has been in and out of every conceivable situation that you want to be with the people that we broadcast live here on CKWI Radio 76 uh, from the uh, from the meetings that they had in the township, when some of the stuff that you just dropped your jaw, how stupid, in our opinion, people were, some of them were, because some of them were just flat out having bullvine scatology to try to keep this track away. So now, Bill, it's taken it to all the way to the top, the township gave him his blessing. Everybody gave him the blessing. Now we go to the judge, and the judge says, what today, Bill? Well, he denied our uh, motion to lift the injunction. Uh, the temporary injunction was in place because of the lawsuit filed um, by the uh, dozen uh, recruits or cronies or whatever of the guy that I bought it from. <coughs> Excuse my voice, a little raspy. Gee, why? Yeah. Well, a lot of allergies, but... <laughs> yeah, I've been swearing, that's why. Yeah, well, you know, there was a lot of that this morning, too. But, um, so, they, uh, they've been filing motions every week to try to do anything they can uh, to try to uh, delay the process. Now, we've been rezoned commercial C2 by the township. 
We went through all the proper channels. I spared no expense to make sure every I was dotted, T's were crossed. Uh, the township brought in a zoning expert firm. They gave the township the okay that everything was on the legit. And, you know, we had the we had the meetings. We voted unanimously in the uh, planning commission. And we had a three to five vote in the board. You know, they could say it was close. They say whatever it is, but three to five is a win. Uh, especially when they had the deck stack because one of the trustees is on the lawsuit against me. So she was up there grandstanding trying to get the rest of the board to, you know, to not vote for the rezoning. Right. Which, you know, obviously that didn't happen until I got it. But she was supposed to recuse herself, you know, because it's conflict of interest. She's on the board and she's suing me. So that being said, it all went through. We go to court um, a couple weeks ago, and the other side brings up the fact that, oh, there was this clerical error. C1 was put in it instead of C2. So mm-hmm. the judge uh, has uh, adjourns it for today here from the township. But well, we went above and beyond that. We got statements from all the participating parties. Township's attorney was there. My attorneys were there. <laughs> the judge didn't even hear anything. He read off a written statement that he already had made, so he was predetermined. But he, uh, he was just, he's got the law wrong. I don't think he understands the legislative law. The uh, legislative law specifically states that a judge cannot become a super legislature, a legislator, and override a municipality's rulings. Yeah. As long as there was nothing fraudulent or um, or detrimental in them rulings, and there's not, you know, the uh, I mean, they they have a noise nuisance claim against me, but the judge told them back in May that they they had to have their decibel readings done by me. Well, I turned in my decibel analysis a year ago, and we didn't just do a cheap one. I did a twenty thousand dollar one that mapped out a two mile radius. And there wasn't a single decibel reading that was above uh, what it could be legally. Matter of fact, um, when we're doing our decibel readings, um, I asked that uh, Ron Jostock, you know, he, well, their lawyers text my lawyer or emailed my lawyer said that all the people were going to be up north this weekend, so they couldn't go on their property. Well, that alone should have threw out their claim. Because how can you? Sue me for having a noise nuisance on your property, but then you won't let my people on your property to do a reading. <laughs> Good God! All right. Well, you know, and so that the judge didn't throw it out, you know. But so not only was this guy home and didn't want nobody on his property, but we were on the corner post taking the decibel readings. Decides he can jump on his riding lawnmower, try to screw up the readings, and keep that <laughs> by it. Oh my I mean, God! Stupid this guy is. I mean, his decibel readings on his mower were ten higher than the track. <laughs> for, for for folks who do, who may not grasp all that, what happened was that it, you go out with say in the Reader's Digest version of this, you go out with say a microphone, and there's like a meter, and you can see how loud 
It was because that was one of the biggest things that the people from you know few people from around there said it's too noisy, it's too noisy, and so there is a decimal reading number where it's acceptable, and then 110 decibel is is pain, and then everything else is kind of lower. So evidently they went out to this one guy who was saying it's too loud, and so they went over to Bill paid for a survey. And again, correct me if I'm wrong on any of this, Bill. Bill went out and hired these people. Twenty thousand bucks for a decibel survey is big money because you could go to Radio Shack and pick up one for two hundred bucks to do twenty thousand and have it professionally done. So they could not come back on him. You know, this is kind of what they did. So the guy said, "Oh, I'm going up north." Well, how can you? We, you know, we got everybody here to to listen to you know how loud it is at your house and then when the guy finally was there he brings out a loud lawnmower so the decibel meter reading would be higher that's insane bill well no and i didn't mention that that was actually the third attempt they had excuses three different times to not be there three different times yep because i had to i had them come out three different times so that we could map out the decibels for a two mile radius Oh, I'm, I'm sure that company was very happy. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, there's like a whole color-coded map. You know, it's, uh, it's pretty sweet. All right, so but, we got to that point, and now? So now, um, there, so there's, there was four things that the judge went off that had to be in place for him to, to lift it, but he was looking at it... Um, as just to lift it, not lift it because, you know, the place is rezoned. You know, the whole basis that uh, not, that the injunction was on there because of a lawsuit around the non-conforming land use. Well, it's not a non-conforming land use anymore. It's rezoned. So he's essentially saying, well, Township Board, um, you guys don't know what the hell you're doing, so I'm just going to override you. Whoa! Yeah, which he legally can't do that. The Michigan legislature doesn't allow that, and it spells it right out. But you know, I, you know, I, I don't know if he was misinformed or misunderstood or what was going on, but he made a clear mistake. I was going to say you're being very, very kind when you're saying that he made a mistake. Yeah, that's true. How can I mean the whole thing was. And you said you went into the court with all the firepower, you, you had all your ducks in a row, and you get up there and he just starts reading something. He doesn't even hear any evidence today? Um, their lawyer got up and made a big old uh, speech, which, which is nothing too. I don't even know why they... I mean, if, if I was a judge, I would just put some headphones in with their lawyer's speech because everything comes out as monster gibberish. Yeah. There's never any fact to it. He might say... He might state or make a statement on ten topics, and he might be right on one. <laughs> and that's being generous. I'm serious. Wow. Yeah, they like to. They'll take parts of the truth, and then they'll add a bunch of stuff in. But there's them two little parts of truth in there. Yeah. But, but I don't know. I I think the the really weird part of all this is, is that the you went through how many votes at Mayfield. I mean, two of them? I mean, the zoning one and then the full board, right? No, um, so it went to the planning commission. That's right, that's right. And then it went to uh, the, the actual board. 
the actual board is the highest um, highest authority in Mayfield Township. So that's another thing too. The, their lawyer has them file an appeal with the Zoning Board uh, of Appeals. Well, the Zoning Board of Appeals can't overrule the board. So the board denied that motion or denied their, uh, yeah, their motion, I guess. Mm. Which they should because it's just a waste of everybody's time to have them go in front of a board that can't rule against the other boards. And the judge should know that as well. But he also put that in there that, you know, pending the outcome of the Zoning Board of Appeals, well, then the township's attorney spoke up at the end. He said, Your Honor, I don't know that this, you know, just to throw this out there, there will not be a zoning board hearing. It's already been denied. But he'd already made his ruling by that point. Yeah. So I, I don't, I don't know, you know what's going on. It's, uh, you know, it's uh, definitely uh, a kick in my ass. I know that. But, <laughs> You know, what we should do is, and we should be, you know, clear it up for the listeners, too, for those who are just coming by. This is Bill Jennings, the owner of Lapeer International Dragway, which today was yet a, another jaw-dropping day because you think this is going to be a slam dunk. You know, it's just going to take you more time to drive to the courthouse and come back. Let us be clear. There is on the board, there is a board member that is suing you, right? Correct. All right. How can somebody be sitting on the board suing you who can still have a vote on all this? Oh, she's not supposed to. By law, she's supposed to recuse herself. Instead, she took it on herself to grandstand and vote against it. Yeah, and you know the the funny thing is that sometimes you go well, depending you know there's 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 one side, there's the other side, and then there's the middle, you know. But if if you listen to the Mayfield and I don't know if it, it's recorded anywhere because it was on that Zoom uh, stuff when, when you had to do Zoom meetings and things, but some of the stuff that was said was unbelievable, almost to the point where you know we just said go. You know, I mean, some folks were saying that, you know, that Bill is going to have drag racing 24-7. You know, the, the funny one about the West Bloomfield lady who just moved there and was chasing, I think she was the one chasing down a motorcyclist at 120 miles per hour. You know, I mean, there was there was noise that they were drag racing at 4 a.m. in the morning and you know, if anybody knows anything about drag racing, you cannot drag race 24-7 every week, every month, every... You know, jeez, oh, Pete, people. But yet these people were just firm. I mean, because the, they let people get up and talk, you know, which is okay. But, you know, these people were like... They, they were absolutely firm that Bill was going to have, like, B-52s land on his runway. And, you know, he was just going to do some serious... Uh, engine, you know, top fuelers 24-7, you know, week after week after week. And it was, some of the stuff you heard, you just threw up the bovine scatology, you know, flag and said, good God. Yeah, a lot of fear-mongering. So, Bill, what do you do? I mean, really, there is so many times we're, we're talking, you know, amongst ourselves on the back porch and stuff and go, you know, why doesn't Bill Jennings seriously say, look, Look, guys, you're stack. No matter what you do, you're stacking everything against me. Here's the story. Here's the number I'm thinking about. <laughs> Write me out a check, 
and I'll go down to London Township where they love people who likes putting money into their city. Well, you know, it's uh, the reason that I've gotten so far and been able to put up as much as I have, I've never quit anything, you know. I always saw things through and um, it's kind of one of the things, if I quit now, then I got to live with that. And, uh, you know, I just, I can't bring myself to do it. Although, it, it is kind of tempting. You, I know there's there's a potential buyer now at, at my island, but. Yeah, how much money you got? <laughs> yeah. Well, I think that, that software guy is going to be uh, pretty much a done deal. I don't know if that's true or not. You know what? I, I really do like the fact that Everybody calls him the software guy or the or Microsoft guy. You know, David has has the name. But, I mean, my gosh. You know, I mean, would this just be... I don't know. Are you creating precedence here? I mean, I don't know, Bill, of anybody else that has gone through the weirdness that you have for one time, one oil down, for being... You know, it's like, look, give me the fine, walk away. I mean, all we were talking about this today. If you took all the money that you put into legal fees, you know, how much more could you have had in that track right now? You know, or, oh, or in your pocket? <laughs> well, I would have the pits on the other side of the property. <laughs> yeah. See what I'm saying? It, yep. it, it, it's an amazing thing. All right. So now, and, and that's what everybody, you know, they all have that same... <sighs> now what? You know, and and that's us. We're not the ones sitting in the court going, this is going to be easy. Right. Now what goes on, Bill? I mean, seriously, what? Yeah, you don't quit, and that's a wonderful thing, but geez, oh, Pete, what do you got to do? Go up to another court? Yeah, we're uh, we're going to file uh, in a Supreme Court. Wait a minute, uh, you're going to, you're going to what? We're going to file an appeal in the Supreme Court. Because the the law, the law. I mean, honestly, we should have done it back when he put the injunction in the first place. Yeah. Or at least the lovely did. He ruled that uh, Ed had abandoned um, the operations during the week. Because we originally found, concluded that historically the drag strip ran Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. But he only granted me the injunction to run Saturday and Sunday because he deemed that. Um, Ed had abandoned it because he didn't run those for the last 10 years. Well, there's actually a legal um, course of action you have to take to abandon stuff. You don't just don't run it. That doesn't clearly state an abandonment. And there was a drag strip that they tried the same thing because they hadn't ran stuff for 30 years, and I won that in Supreme Court. So, I mean, if we go to Supreme Court, I, I mean, I could basically take away everything that screwed me from the beginning. Which make my lawsuit for retribution even more. But, well, I don't know that it actually would do that. But. Yeah, but I mean, now, doesn't it make sense? Because, geez, Bill, I, I don't think there's a human being at all. Wow, <laughs> wherever you're at, Bill, stop. <laughs> yeah, no, there's, there's just, there's been some bad rulings by the judge, and, you know, I don't... Yeah, but you had to fight every step of the way up here... You know, I mean, all the places, the, the funny thing is that every time that you've gone up, you've always won. You've always won. So how, you know, it, it almost gets to be the point where, 
you know, do you, you just, I mean, you got to go to the Michigan State or the Michigan State Supreme Court. Okay, which is, they, they're not like open nine to five and they just take your lawsuit right now. They're waiting to hear from you. How long is this going to delay stuff? Uh, well, so they got to make a ruling on whether they're going to hear the case first, which is going to take about six weeks. So my season's shot. <sighs> yep. Yeah, so I mean, Roy Bell runs till dusk Saturday and Sunday the rest of the season. Unless, once my lawyers look at the transcript, because um, all it really does, if we go for reconsideration from the judge, that just stalls way time you can get this in front of the Supreme Court. But if there's something in there that we can, you know, clearly point out more than I guess more than we already have to the same judge, it's kind of, it's, it's kind of, you know, pointless to keep going back in front of the same judge, you know, if he doesn't want to see where he's wrong, you know. Well, that's I think that's one of the questions that we have. I mean, here you go in. And as you say, hello, Your Honor, and he goes, great, everybody sit down. I'm obviously paraphrasing these. but And then he goes, well, here, let me read this. He doesn't even hear anything that you guys had to go amass in the last couple of weeks. He already had the mind made up. Why, Jesus, why didn't he just, like, send you the email and, and not go through this? Yeah, well, I mean, the process you got to go through, the wheels of justice move slow, right? Yeah, but I mean, man, it's like, shouldn't you get a, I, I know this may sound weird, but shouldn't you get a fair hearing in this case? I mean, this was the guy already made up his mind before you even went up those steps, even though they asked you to come back. I mean, they delayed it, what, three weeks to, to go get more information and come back. You guys had suitcases full. And as soon as you put it down there, it was like, yeah, yeah, whatever. I, I, I let me rule already here, and let me rule against you. I mean, well, so the way it works, um, the lawyers all turn in their briefs and stuff like that, and then, then uh, the judge's clerk will review all those briefs, and then the, the clerk will give the the judge the opinion of what he's found in in the law to back those things up, and. Uh, uh, so I don't know if that's where we're having the problem or what. But so then, you know, the judge will write up what his ruling is going to be based off those findings and whatever research he does. And uh, just unfortunately, the the findings are incorrect. I mean, they're correct to certain things, but not the whole not the whole basis of what this is. Holy jump! You know in. I guess what one of the uh, other questions people are asking now is because it, it, it is, in our opinion, look like you're getting screwed over like crazy, and we say that only for a legal ease. But well, you know, <laughs> it, it's do you, is there any recourse for you? Do you get to sue their pants off for, for putting you through all this? Well, I have a silent fraud claim against the previous owner, um, which. Uh, you know, pending the outcome of this, which we figured was done, so it was already typed up. Yeah. Looking to uh, looking for that, but now it's going to keep going. There's no point in submitting that. Cause it's going to just be more lawyer fees. <laughs> Jesus, I. You know what, Billy? At this particular point, as much as I would, the journalistic part of me would say, how much are you in for just the the 
lawsuit fees alone, the humanistic side of me goes, I wouldn't want you to, to recite those numbers to anybody. You know, oh my God. I mean, once, I mean, you just put your hands, you know, your head in your hands and go, more attorney fees. Oh man, because man, if you're going to argue in front of the Michigan Supreme Court, that's not cheap. Yeah, but at least they actually go through and they look at every piece of law and they know they don't just look at, you know, lifting an injunction. They look at lifting an injunction based on a rezoning municipality and the fact that all everything was done correctly. There's, you know, just like you could read a paragraph out of a, out of a story, but you gotta, you gotta read the whole story to get the full gist of it. You know, so, and I don't know exactly what's going on with that, but I know there's been a few rulings that, you know, we've all just kind of scratched our heads because I've sat there and read the law with my attorneys on some of this stuff. And, uh, you know, just because I, you know, I've, uh, I was, I studied a little bit of law for a while. I'm no lawyer by no means, but I know how to get around the books. And that's kind of your first battle, you know, trying to read all that legal jargon. Yeah. But, uh, you know, it's just, uh, yeah, when you walk out of the fort, you just go, what just happened? You know, everything was there. You know, it's just got to kind of regroup and figure out the next step. You know, how long were you, at, when the gravel the gravel hit, by the time you walked out of that courtroom, how long were you in there today? 20 minutes? 15, probably. 15 minutes. And about five minutes for people to sit down. It took them less than half of a Beverly Hillbilly show to to say, "All right, too bad. You know, your season is shot," and that's it. And, okay, Bill. So here's one thing that I do seriously want to ask you. I mean, again, just us two because you know, what does this county have against you? I mean, it's a rhetorical oh. question, but geez, oh, Pete. Well, the guy I bought the track from lived here his whole life. And, I mean, if you figure the strip, the track was like the first big thing in LeVere County altogether, let alone Mayfield Township. Right, yeah. So, you know, even though most people refer to him as a snake or a crook or, you know, even worse, um, he still had, he had like a fear that he had in people because... People were scared to go up against him because, you know, he would always, he would always prevail because he just was that, that shyster mentality, you know? Okay. And uh, I don't, I don't know what's going on and, you know, if that's got anything to do with it or not, but I know a lot of his family worked for me and pretty much the rest of them come up all the time and tell me how much they love what I'm doing and how much they hate their dad or brother or, you know? And, uh, I mean, that. That's got to be a pretty shitty existence on its own, you know, just having all your family eat you like that. Yeah, I mean, it, it's to the point where you go, how can a handful of people, and, and some of these folks were really off, in our opinion, really way out in left field with the stuff that they were talking about, how can they hold up a multi-million dollar piece of property I, I think that's the one thing that blows our mind. 
Well, you know, we're kind of moving towards a socialistic comfort, uh, country. I don't know. Yeah, but it's not socialism, but it, it, it's how did this, you know, I mean, is this, Bill, in your opinion, is this just like small town, everybody knows each other, and, you know, we'll give you the handshake, and, like, they treat you as the outsider? Well, I mean, I know that I went through a lot of that at first, and I'm sure that at first that was a lot of what was going on, but, uh, yeah, I mean, every, every municipality's got their got their quirks and you know that stuff so I mean you kind of love with that and I don't think it matters if you're in a city or a small town mm-hmm. you're going to have the buddy system somewhat but um yeah what's what's going on here I, I just I couldn't even pinpoint it and I wouldn't want to um, share any of the rumors that I've heard no that's fine yeah but you know it, it's just uh, amazing to us I don't know literally any small township, unless, even if you're bringing in drugs, hell, man, there's some folks that would love you to sell, you know, knock down, a, you know, Lapeer and make it just into a cannabis farm. They would love you for that. There's all kinds of townships around here that are selling farms out just to have people grow weed now. Here you're putting in multi-millions of dollars into this track that could conceivably bring in a whole lot more money into that Lapeer area, etc. We would not have gone to eat over there, you know, if we didn't go to Lapeer and see how things were going with you and Jay Peso. You know, and then if you would have a national, because seriously, your track is phenomenal. I mean, the track surface itself is unreal. And everything that you're doing and your whole thoughts of everything, that, how you're putting stuff together, is you're paying off. Because you, you, a lot of people talk big and they don't pay off. You, on the other hand, you can see how you're building and how you're making things come along. To, to be thrown where they can't see that, but yet the uh, township voted for you. How does this work? Well, so to the first point, uh, there is a substantial offer on the table to turn it into a commercial grow. <laughs> okay. And? Um, you know, there, I mean, there's a couple. I could, I could probably sell it and, and become whole again. Yeah. But then we get back to that same thing where, uh, you know, it's uh, I don't know if it's a pride thing or or what, but you know, I'm 48 years old and I've never stopped the project halfway. I always try to see things through, and um, I, and I I didn't buy the I didn't buy the track to make money. Obviously, I'm losing my butt. <laughs> yeah. um, you know, I bought the track to make a difference, and uh, you know, and I still see that. As, you know, I still see that every weekend. You know, it's unfortunate because we have uh, the Tom Bailey test in tune for the 12th that we're going to have to cancel, and um, I think we've raised uh, uh, forty-five thousand dollars so far over the two years we did it for the Michigan Epilepsy Foundation. Because uh, I donate every dime of what the track makes to that, to that charity, and then uh, you know Tom promotes it and brings the cars, and <laughs> you know unfortunately that's gonna that's gonna be a hit for that. You know, and, and you know there's I mean I can go on other charities stuff like that, but that's the biggest one we do. 
Well, that's in a couple of weeks, so that's good. It's an amazing thing, Bill, right about now, because now when you said, well, there's my season, okay, you're right. When when a year where you where people are dying to get out and they just want to get out and see, and see some drag racing, whatever may be going on there, I mean, this would be the season to recoup from last year when nobody could do anything. So this basically ties your hands for two and a half years now, if not longer. It's like, all right, so now... Well, no, I think it'll be... I think we'll be good by the time next season starts. It's just... I mean, there's really... Once we get to the Supreme Court, there's really not a lot to go through because all the facts are there. I mean... Supreme Court, they'll hear the other side's argument, but they're not going to divulge into that, their lies. And a lot of the stuff that they say is half truths. Yeah. You know, we're... Your opinion, yeah? Or the opinion, yeah. 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 Well, in my opinion and, you know, what I've seen. But, no, I mean, um, that was said for legalese reasons? Yeah. Yeah. No, I got you. Okay. I yeah, mean, but, but, but you're right. I mean, we've heard it. If they, Literally, if there's anybody that had... Uh, a recording of that stuff. You, you would you would throw a pillow up against a wall for some of the half truths. And boy, you're being awfully generous, my good man. <laughs> These uh, are half truths. I have a hard time throwing up my mouth every time the lawyer talks. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Lawyers don't read emails for free anymore. Um, it, it, it's an amazing thing. All right, so now. You've got to where you're at. So to bring everybody up to date from here on uh, July the 26th to the rest of your season, you are only open Saturdays and Sundays, right? And holidays, yep. Okay, and holidays into that mystical dusk, which everybody doesn't know what the hell is dusk. You know, sun goes down to a certain point. Just, you know, it's insane. All right, so now... That's going on, so now you have to re-redo your schedule, right? Well, now we just got we left the Fridays on there for August because, you know, my attorney that did the rezoning, he's the, he's a zoning attorney, well, he's the, he represents a bunch of municipalities, he's like one of the top guys in this field. Yeah. Um, they said, I pulled all the stops, so I went to the best to get this done. And, uh, you know, from every aspect, you know, I had the guy go through the whole cases, everything, before we got started. And, you know, I was told that there shouldn't be any problem with this being done no later than mid-July. Mm. So when we read the schedule, we left uh, the Friday stuff, Friday testing tunes for Friday, but knowing that we were going to add events, which I've got six events that we were supposed to add on for Fridays already, just not publicly scheduled. Uh, so yeah, it's a uh, it's a big hit, but yeah, but I mean that's a huge hit. I mean, because now you have, can you move any of those big events that were going to be on Friday on Saturdays, Sundays, or they they had to be locked in? We already did that when when they originally the spring took away my Monday through Friday stuff. So. So, yeah, between spring and the end of the season, it's probably going to be about close to a million-dollar hit on revenue. Oh, good. I, I was thinking it'd be something big. 
Holy God, dude. Wow. Wow. It, you know, I, I guess normal human beings would stand up and go, oh, and how much are you countersuing these people for? But you're right. Uh, you know, There's going to be more now. <laughs> That's a damn sure. Yeah. Yeah. Can we put something in besides a point, maybe a couple of commas in a point? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, good man. I mean, really, go get them. You know, because really, all the misery and all the pain and everybody, that really, all the drag racers around here, especially now with Mylan down for this whole year, as far as we know, you know, um, you're the closest kind of Detroit on a Dega, depending which way you look at it and stuff. But, I mean, again, we go back to that beautiful track that you have, the surface that you have. You know, it's a great place to run. It's It's a you know, look at the improvements you're making on it, you know, and now to go back to Saturday, Sunday, including with the big events that you had, you know, we knew about one that was supposed to come in that we won't mention, but, you know, geez, oh, Pete, this place would be, all <laughs> what more to say? All right, so now it's 2022 already. Supreme Court says, all right, go, man, go. All right, Bill, so what are you going to do for next year? As much as I can. What's on tap? Well, I mean, there's a lot of the events that we've created are annual events. But, you know, as far as uh, the scheduling goes, we're just going to, I mean, I've got, I got money to make up for. So, you know, we're going to be uh, running as much as we can, at least to try to catch up. Yeah. And then how about building around the track? What you got? Well, um, I'm... You know, unfortunately, I'm going to have to lay all my construction guys off by the end of this week in order to sustain the, the rest of the season. And uh, so that's all going to be at a stop right now. Wow. And then, all right, so 2022 hits. And then do you, for construction-wise, what's your next stop? What, what are you envisioning? Well, the next thing is to uh, get the pits moved to the other side. The bleacher's done, scales put in, uh, my three-phase power brought in. Wow. And then, the, the and then I'm sure, a new tower for, say, broadcast people, right? Oh, yeah, that, that's, already, that's already there. <laughs> that's what we like to hear. And, yeah, and, that's, that's there already. We just got to uh, build it out, put the windows in it, get it outfitted inside. Yeah, because, man, I'm telling you, this is, it is the uh, 2021 track to watch for CKWI Radio 76 is the Lapeer International Dragway. And there's no way when we picked them back in January did we ever in a million years think that it would be this difficult to get this track open up again. And I, I'm not telling anything that Bill doesn't know already, but holy cannoli. You know, especially this year when we have two tracks that are, you know, essentially, it, it's good to run on Saturday, Sunday. But, geez, oh, Pete, if you could, you know, I know that you were envisioning, you know, major events or bigger events, uh, different events, let's say that much, you know, to come down the line. And with all the people that are dying to see a good drag race, ah, Bill, you, you sure we can't buy a, a, a Diet Orange Fago sometime? <laughs> <laughs> sure. Yeah, so uh, yeah, 
you know, like my attorney said, you know, it's you know, it's gonna hurt right now, but you know, the it's gonna make it that much better when I do get it. Yeah, when you get that nice countersuit money. <laughs> Go get them, pal. All right, Bill, what did we not talk about? What didn't we cover? So I want to make sure that we that you got everything that you wanted to say. Um, I'll just, uh, you know, I appreciate all the people that still support me and that have from the beginning. And, uh, you know, I don't plan on giving up anytime soon. So, Yeah, Bill, what can the normal person do? Because before, all, when all this crazy crap was going on, people were putting signs in their, their lawns everywhere. You know, that we support LID. What can, like, again, is there anything that anybody can do to help you out right now? Well, um, you know, maybe write the judge a letter. I don't know. Which one? <laughs> Jeez. Well, there's only one. It's uh, Judge Holoka, Nicoloka. All right. And he's at what district or what circuit? He is... <laughs> I'm surprised you don't have it memorized. <laughs> yeah, what's the thing as I do, but I just... Uh, Hell yeah, with everything else going through your head? I, I can't imagine you just not sitting down and staring into space for a day. Yeah, well, I just went on vacation for a week. I wanted to clear my head before the injunction got lifted so we can, you know, go uh, hit the ground running. And... uh it's a uh, 40th district court. 40th district court, and and what was the spelling of the judge's name? Uh, if you know it, if you don't, that's okay. We look it up. Actually, uh, the guys are here on on the page. It's uh, Nick. I know the first name and the last name is Holoka. Let me check the spelling. Mm-hmm. <laughs> It's an amazing thing. I mean, really, for everybody that's listening right now, I, there there is nobody. There's nobody connected. Even if you're not into drag racing, you know, you, you listen to the story and you, your jaw just drops of how this got this screwed up. It's uh, Nick, N-I-C-K, Holoka, H-O-L-O-W-K-A. And the folks should write to him and say, Dear Judge, <laughs> WTF. <laughs> you know, I mean, well, no, I mean, I, I would hope everybody would be polite because, uh, you know, yes. not going to do anything good. But, uh, and I don't think he's maliciously doing what he's doing. I just think, you know, he, he made a mistake. But, um, he, uh, I mean, there's a lot of good points, you know, because, uh, you know, people just, I want people to be genuine on their own experiences, but, you know, the benefit to drag to drag racing, uh, you know, maybe uh, how much street racing there already is now. It's the street racing is bigger than now than it's ever been, and mm-hmm. drag strip goes down. It's gonna be even more, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. Basically, what they see is positives to the track and negatives without it. It's insane. I mean, it really is. Well. <laughs> Bill, I mean, we're not going to even say good luck to you because really we've said that so many times. Evidently, this is not working. We we got to either say fabulous luck to you, or or, or some we got to give you some kind of other you know greeting because oh my lord, honestly, probably, probably baby said for me or something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right. So there's going to be drag racing this weekend, right? For people that don't or may know. Yeah, so we've got the uh, the UCM 
uh, underground car meet is going to be uh, Saturday. And then Sunday we got the semi-truck drags. We're um, hoping some of our Canadian brothers will be over here with their fast semis. Yeah, because, man, you got hit with a double whammy with that one, too. You know, because Canada, they said, yeah, August 9th, uh, see footnote below, you know. I don't know if they're allowing them to go this way, that way, or is they, did they hold that up? Or, jeez, oh, God, Bill, you sure you just don't want to buy an island somewhere? Well, I'll tell you what, them offers to buy a track do, do get more and more appealing, but, you know. <laughs> Ah oh, man, I'm telling you, Bill, be back with us, won't you? I mean, thanks so much for keeping in touch with us because really, folks here really want to know. And when we walk around places, they, you know, what's happening at Lid? What's happening at Lid? What's happening at, you know? And so they really want to know because people are, are not only concerned about how how things are going with you, but how the drag strip is going because they just see an injustice being put on you, like like no other. Yeah, I would agree. <laughs> You did. It is William Jennings of the Lapeer International Dragway. Bill, hang on the on the line for us for just a few seconds, won't you, please? Yes, sir. All right, CKWI Radio seventy six, where the Rolling Stones hear from the only station that gives a damn about drag racing. <laughs> 